When it comes to the plant-based eating debate, there's more to consider than just healthy or unhealthy. Of course, we want to eat things that make us feel good and generate energy to keep us going, but there's also a major environmental component that drives a lot of people to a plant-focused diet. But you don't have to give up some of your faves entirely. Impossible Foods makes meat from plants. They're solving the meat problem with more meat. By creating delicious meat from plants that's better for you and the planet, Impossible lets you enjoy some of your favorite meaty products with a plant-based twist. Ground beef, homestyle meatballs, sausage patties, all made from plants. And that's just a few of their delicious and versatile options. No more tension between craving meat but not wanting to eat so much of it or sacrificing your carnivorous faves for your health. Indulge in nutrient-packed, plant-based goodness and feel good doing it. Check out impossiblefoods.com to see how you can help solve the meat problem with more meat. That's I-M-P-O-S-S-I-B-L-E-F-O-O-D-S.com. Hello and welcome to The Bachelor Podcast. I'm Kay York City. And I am Jared Freed. So good to be back here with you, Kay. How are you? What's going on? What do we think uh, this week's episodes? You know, I think we briefly touched on this last week. But what's your opinion on the Monday night episode being so much less exciting than the Tuesday night? I do think we need a Monday night episode. I agree with what you said last week. Set up punchline. Yeah. Yes. I just can't get past it. Lots of setup on Monday for the punchline on Tuesday. This week, it felt like, you know, Monday. I have more notes for Monday's episode than I did Tuesday. Tuesday was like a few things happening, but it was like, it, it was definitely the punchline-y where it's like, you know, okay, we get the fun of of these new people showing up and then we have that kind of big blowout at the end. And then it was really, that was it. Yeah. Like, like it wasn't much, but then there was a lot of like, you know, stuff, uh, you know, we had to get through some things on the Monday episode. We had to see who coupled up. We had to see who'd mm-hmm. stay and who'd go. Um, and, and, it was really funny the way it all worked out. But I, I I, do think I said this before we started taping to Sean when he was setting up in the studio here at uh, at, at Betch's Central at, uh, you know, at main <laughs> campus. Betch's HQ. <laughs> Betch's HQ. I like this season more than this is my second time watching Bachelor in Paradise. Yeah. I like the season way more than last season. I think there's more to talk about. There's more meat on the bone. I don't know what you think. I agree. I think there's way more to talk about um, this season. There's They're pulling up all of these plot lines that are obviously beautifully sort of like orchestrated with like the Rodney and the mm. um, Eliza, Justin coming back, that whole thing. Like there's lots of there's lots of shit happening. And I do like that. <laughs> yeah, I agree. It feels very um, what's the it feels very Truman show. More yes. than more than last season, like oh, like there's this big, you know, hand in the sky that is just tossing in that they know things that they know will pique people's interest. It feels more than ever like this, you know, you know, Ed Harris is behind the. I mean, this is an old reference, but Ed, Ed Harris, the the director, <laughs> is behind the curtain. The great Oz, the Wizard of Oz, yes. Is, Throwing in a Justin and tossing in and, you know, and knowing kind of the backstory and, and, and throw, you know, putting in a Hayden. Yeah. Oh my gosh. The Hayden. Wow. (laughs) It felt very, um, 
Yeah, it, it feels like orchestrated in a way that like they're playing. You know, you got to give credit to the producers. They're playing the notes. Like, and and that's they know what, what we, we want. They know right. what we want. That's what we want. And that's what it gets annoying. Someone's like, oh, the producers are doing this. It's like, yeah, Good. this is this is the Petri dish. We are going to keep entering in variables and we're going to see what happens. Let's see if oil mixes with water. You know, like it's it's this is an experiment. The If you don't think this is an experiment, you've come to the wrong place. I don't know what you think this is. Like, because if they don't, if they don't do this, if this kind of stuff isn't happening, if they're not bringing in the Justins and they're not throwing in all these like weird wrenches, then we're just going to have a beach of, you know, Michael A. and Danielle's and right. Serene's and Brandon's like, and we're bored. Like, I, I'm so ready for those two couples to go home. I'm happy for them. Congrats. But like, they're not even on screen anymore. And they're just like at the beach. I, and that's what kinda, I kind of fear that that like portion of the show is coming. Like, yeah. I, I guess like, I don't know if I've said this on this show before, but I've, I've definitely had this conversation. I'm not sure with you, but it was um, the Bachelor and Bachelorette start fun and fun. There's some stuff in the middle. Yeah. Um, Bachelor in Paradise to me, the stuff in the middle is the fun part. Like start slow and slow. And mm -hmm. I'm like, I'm like nervous. I'm like, I, ah, fuck. We're going to have to like, I'm going to have to, like I even scenes for next week. You're like, oh, we got to do a Danielle Michael A date. Like let them go. Let them go. You know, let them go. I'd rather watch. I, and again, we said this, someone was like very, I, I got one person that wrote back that they love the idea of like, send them to the couple suite, give them their yes. phones back. Let us watch them deal with real life. I don't care about them on their vacation. Like I'm like fearing that boring date, you know? Yeah, like, I mean, I, the, Michael A. and Danielle have gotten to the point that they're so boring that they're like narrating the show. Right. And that was, and, and this happens, you know, it, and it is an interesting thing. We're going to get to like the idea of like how much ages matter on this show. Yeah. You know, Michael A. and Danielle, I think are around my age. They're, you know, 36, they're 37, 37, 38. Yeah. Right. I'm 37. Like, yeah, I, I think at 37, you know what you don't like and you know what you enjoy. And they've both been engaged and uh, right. married, so they get it. Right. So you, you fall in quick into the, like, I do think like, it is interesting. Like a lot of times in relationships, people go, oh my God. And then the next person they dated, they got married to. And it's like, yeah, there were 37, <laughs> you know, like that's a, this is going to happen quick it's at time. that age. Yeah. Like they, they weren't looking to, you know, oh, maybe I'll go out with my friends this week instead of going on the date. No, they are no friends. They're all gone. Mm -hmm. You know, they're, they're all, all gone. You know, married. They're all kids. They're gone. The friends are gone. The distractions are gone. So let's get into the episode. You ready? Yeah, let's do it. All right. So this week starts off with our third rose ceremony of the season that only sends one person home. Then revolving door of paradise sends Justin back to the beach where he enters a love triangle with Eliza and Rodney. Then Hayden joins paradise and he is definitely not here for the redemption arch arc. What? <laughs> <laughs> After multiple arguments with Aaron, Genevieve almost leaves paradise, but they decide they're falling in love instead. God. What did you call this episode? <laughs> I called it after the great Britney Spears, don't you know that you're toxic? Yeah, I mean. This was really insane. <laughs> it was like, 
look who's cheering for you and your love. Like, like no mm-hmm. one consider the, the audience. <laughs> like they're like, yeah, yeah, with Aaron and Genevieve. And you're like, We're Oh like, God, no, what? Yeah, this is, ah, it is, it is a thought that I had where there, again, to go back to the, the, the Petri dish and the experiment of it all. It is interesting how much humans just love knowing where everything's in place. Mm-hmm. Like they do this a lot. And I wrote this down, how much it annoys me. It annoys me every time they do an interview with someone, they go, well, those two are solid. Those two are solid. Those Shut two up. are them. And they're, and you're like, no, 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 no. There's still a stairway where hot people walk down yep. every fucking day. No one is, stop saying, and, and I just hate how confidently they say it. No They're one like, is safe. No one right, is safe. Like, the idea, and it does feel like everyone is, and I understand this. If I was on that beach, I would want some semblance of order. Organ- organization. Organization, <laughs> right. Because they go, and, and like Brandon and Serene do seem solid. Fine. But yeah. so does the married couple that lives next door that you never heard a peep from. And then they get divorced and you See? go, they seem solid. Like, I don't understand how anyone speaks in that type of extremes. I understand that maybe the producers like, you know, rattle off who's together and they do that. But I, I just wouldn't ever be that cock, cocky with, no. you know, those two are together. And it's almost like they're trying to convince themselves. They're like, and and I'm solid and they're solid and those two and these two. And I want to look at them and go, wait for another set of abs to walk down the stairs to be so confident. We had a set of 23-year-old twins. Right. Like, Just you re- think I wouldn't be on that date? Ka- yeah, right. <laughs> I don't care Kay's, who I'm with. <laughs> Kay's weekend is happening <laughs> immediately. Yeah, two <laughs> cocksure 24-year-olds waltzed onto the beach uh, like the idea, oh, those two are together. And and it, it just like, it was reminiscent of like the way people speak in high school. Yeah. You know, it, you know, it was very high schoolish of like, you know, those two, they're going to be together forever. It's like, no, they're 17. They're I not going to be the together forever. Thing, the whole thing is very high school. I mean, they even t- do the high school superlatives or right. like who they would be. And like, <laughs> the whole thing, how they're acting, the dramatics of it all, the the how high the stakes are with everything is very like teenage-esque. It was very funny that they, the men, they're like, you're the teacher, you're the principal. And then the women, they like, didn't address ages at all. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) They were like, you know, you're like a student. Like all the women are students. You'd be like a cheerleader. And then you would be a... (laughs) And Michael A is the principal. And you're like, okay. Yeah. Oh, so Michael A's old and Danielle isn't. Okay. Yeah. Oh, well, Danielle was the school nurse. <laughs> oh, is that what she was? Okay, so maybe I'm wrong. <laughs> no, but still. <laughs> you're the hot nurse. Like, yeah. okay. Chill. I named it Couples Beach just for that. It just felt like we yeah. know kind of what's going everyone feels like they're like even every B-roll was kiss, 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 kiss. Like, let's mm-hmm. show that these cop- And that was especially true for Tuesday's episode, but let's get into it. All right. For Monday, Sarah left for the family emergency. Honestly, I'm, I just want to touch on this. Mm-hmm. When he said Sarah had to leave for a family emergency, which I I heard it, I think it's her grandmother passed away, which oh, that's okay. awful. But I was like, who is Sarah? 
No, same. I, I thought it was the I thought it was the blonde like a uh, European girl. Right. That was Sarah. I thought it was the Australian. Yeah. I I I was like Sarah. I spent literally I couldn't pay attention for the first fifteen minutes. I'm going Sarah. Right. And I also didn't know. I didn't know um, that. Sorry, it was Australian. That Australian girl's name until this episode. Flo. Florence. Flo. Flo. I had no idea either. I Flo. When finding out her name is Flo. I had no fucking clue. You're right. I, I was same. like, wow. I, Sarah, who like had major parts on Clayton season. He, she's the one that, you know, everyone accused of like being there for the wrong reasons on Clayton season and fake crying. And then she goes on a major date with Logan, kisses, everything, then gets dumped by Logan to go for Kate. But I legit had like, I was like, this is a brain fart. That's good. I had to Google search. I was like, I'm, 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 f I can't think I can't place it. Yeah. Re it was I, weird. I honestly, I didn't know who it was either. I'm so glad we were on the same page with that because I was like, oh, is that all? Well, of course she like, you know, what? it's better that she goes home because she's not with anybody anyways. Right. And then I was it, like, it kind of simplified oh, things. Not the same person. <laughs> So there's drama between the new women and the original women over keeping the rooms clean. That became less of a story than I thought it would be. I thought it was going to be a bigger thing. I thought it was going to be the whole episode is these two women, these two groups of women hate each other. And I was like, this is going to set the women's movement back a thousand years. I'm like getting ready for this, like, you know, drama that shouldn't be drama. And it never really developed. No. And I'm kind of glad. And, and I agree with you. I'm kind of glad because... Why are they still doing this? Why is it still the old women versus the new women versus right. like, why, is, why are we still like everybody has their person or is in their situation ship? Like it, shut the it fuck was, up. <laughs> it was funny to me because they were like, they're trying to be like, who's messy. And both women, both groups blamed each other for being messy. It's like, no, no, no. Have you ever seen a woman's bathroom? All of them are messy. All of women them are messy, <laughs> especially on vacation. I don't care how go. clean, I don't care how clean you are at home. My room right. stays very clean at home. Yeah. But on vacation, my makeup's everywhere. Everything's in a different room. All my toiletries are spread. Like we're messy on vacation. I mean, period. And no one can no one can say no one can argue with me on that. <laughs> right. And especially considering they're getting ready for like date night, date day every single day. Like yes. there's prep every single, you know, like it's not like you're just walking out in sweats, which I would assume a lot of them are doing versions of that. But I'm saying they're going out to be, they're going out. It's it's Saturday night every morning there. Yes. I'm so glad you said that because I noticed like during the pandemic when we weren't going out at all, my room was like spotless. And then <laughs> once we started going out, I was like, wait, why is my room messy every single day? It's because you go through multiple outfits. You try things on, you don't hang it up right away. So right. going out, it makes your room messy, period. It, it, and it, it was just so funny. It's like, no, they're messy. They're, they're messy. It's like, we're all fucking messy, okay? It, it's, yeah. it, the men's thing isn't messy because they try on one pair of fucking Umbro shorts and they're going out. They don't put on makeup. They don't do, yeah. you know, this isn't an argument of the men because they don't fucking have to deal with this. Um, so then we have Jacob and Shanae having a moment over each other's teeth which was bizarre and not bizarre at the same. The tea thing, I was like, I, to me, this is like the most LA conversation I've ever it was, heard. Like the charcoal <laughs> toothpaste was very, was very LA because like you see it on TikTok and that whole thing. But I do, there is a a big part of me that loves 
Jacob and Shanae. I don't know if they're meant for the long haul, but I think mm-hmm. they would make a really fun couple. Like they would be the fun couple on the beach if they were actually like giving it a shot. Jacob has grown on me in a way that, you know, I guess I understand. Like I, I you know, Jacob to me takes this. Uh, I, I, I think we said it last week. We're like, I get it. Like, I don't think he has any other, like, I don't think he's like got this like big master plan. You know, like I kind of like Jacob's whole vibe on the beach is, is pretty good. Shanae, you know, she can get pulled into tough moments, but I, I, and I like her in those good moments, but Jacob all around has been really a, a a fun, I I could do without his workout videos. I don't need that every episode, but like I do enjoy his presence. So there was a really funny tweet. So remember um, the episode when Jill left and she's talking about how Jacob is an Uber driver that broke her heart and he Mm -hmm. sold his couch for money. So there was a tweet from Lyft and Lyft goes, sorry for the drama. The beach got the best of us at Jacob. As an apology, will you accept this couch? No, seriously, we want to buy you one. Oh, I love that. What a fun twist. I know. What a win. You know, and it's like, you know, with Jill saying that, it's like such a garbage thing to say, you know, like it's like (laughs) such a, like a asshole, like it, like to make like, oh, this poor loser doesn't deserve me. And it's like, yeah, a win. I like a win for Jacob in that way. Now we have an endorsement deal. We have, we have a free couch. Yeah. He's got a lift deal. He's got a a promo code to give out. I love it. I'm, I'm into it. I know. So the real drama leading into the rose ceremony is Victoria, Alex, and Johnny. Um, and who's she going to pick? And so Victoria goes off. I, I wrote some notes on this one. Victoria and Alex have wine together. And what did you think of Victoria and Alex? What did you think of that wine hangout? What did you think going into the rose ceremony? I just think that I think she... I don't know if she was guilted into this because she seems so level-headed. Like she, it seems mm-hmm. like she is sort of the voice of reason throughout um, this season of Bachelor in Paradise. Just because, like you know, she's always the one that people are going to always seem sort of like with her, um, like calm and knows what she's doing. But I think I don't know if she's like felt guilted into choosing Johnny because. Alex is literally, she, he has all the things that she wants. Sure, she might not have that connection with him yet, but Johnny literally said, I don't know if I'm ready for these things, and these are things that she really wants. I don't it's, know. I, I, I think Johnny was the most science. outrageous. Was the mo- when she picked him, I was like, you've got to be fucking kidding me. It's funny you say that, because I wrote down, I think Alex is the guy... Your friends say, your parents say, your that we on the outside go. That's the easy choice. There it is. Give it a shot. He's a good guy. He's got a good job. He's you know he's you know he's doing well. And she even says, and I knew it was. I knew she wasn't picking Alex the minute she poured her own wine when they sat down. She poured the biggest glass of wine oh, that I have ever a seen. College pour. It was a college. <laughs> Let me get into this poor. Like she was trying to convince her emotions to catch up to her logic. I could see it because the minute any woman says, and I wrote this down. I can't wait. um, If I were to write out exactly what I wanted, that means you're not feeling it. 
I've heard women say that. If I, that's the breakup speech you get as a guy. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I don't, I don't know mm-hmm. that I, I've heard the one the women get just from you up podcast. And, and I'm sure, you know, yeah. there's people listening who have heard the version, but as a guy, you hear, if I were to write out exactly <laughs> what I wanted, you would be the guy. And that's the prelude to, but you don't make me wet. And wet being emotional, I'm not feeling it. I know it's right. Yeah, but I I'm know. not feeling it's right. And you can see it with Victoria. She, I mean, she's sitting there. And listen, this isn't to say, you know, what makes this easier and not less personal is like you look at Alex, you're like, that guy is a fucking Adonis, you know, chip from granite. This has nothing Mm -hmm. to do with anything but chemical shit, you know, like. Yeah. I mean, he talks, Johnny talks like a child, like listening to him being like, she got my girl. He got my girl. Like, I'm like, you're like you are. (laughs) Well, he, Victoria goes and has this very wonderful interaction with Alex and the wine. And I knew at the poor, I go, she ain't in. She's trying to convince herself. And then he, she comes over to Johnny and he goes, what up? And it's like, oh my God, the- yes, I remember hearing that. And me and, I me and Chelsea down. were like, what the? F-? She goes from this like adult discussion with this fucking like, you know, this, 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 like uh, this model esque, you know, Arnold Schwarzenegger looking I mean, guy. He is, how is no one talking to him? It's pretty wild. And and then Johnny's <laughs> like, what up? And you're like, oh God, you're going to what up, you know? You know what? I think I think you're onto something here because there must be because no one is is like talking to him or no, and no one is like showing any. There must be something that's either awkward. There's something off about Alex. I, I because he is way too good looking, mature, ready for things for no one to be talking well, to him. There's something Florence gave him a pity rose. Right. Well, so then we get to the rose ceremony and, you know, Victoria picks Johnny and, you know, emotion beats out practicality and then flow. And and I even, first of all, I forgot there was one more person left. Like I, when they got to the end, you know, the rose ceremony goes, we'll we'll skip over that. It goes how it goes. Everyone gets matched Mm -hmm. up. Who should get matched up? You got it. And then Victoria gives this rose to Johnny and I go, Ah, well, goodbye, Alex. That storyline's over. <laughs> Me Flo too. Me too. like, hello. <laughs> you know, all of a sudden this Australian chick, hello, I'll take Alex. This is my sh- shitty Australian accent. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, get your Vegemite sandwich. I can only say two words. Me? I can <laughs> only can say, say two words in an Australian accent, and it's Jennifer Lopez. Oh, that's good. I like that. That's all I got. Jennifer Lopez. I I can say no in an Australian. No. Nar. 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 Is that how they say it? Nar. They're like, oh, nar. Oh, nar. It's like a nor. I don't, it's so weird. <laughs> Someone once gave me the trick to an Australian accent. I forget. It was, and it was like switching E's with A's. There was some, there's a trick to it that I forgot. O's with R. I don't know. It's so. There's, uh, you switch two letters and you've got an Australian Nailed accent. It. And here's why I think I agree with you. There must be something off about Alex because the there idea that you're like, be. I guess I'll stay now. I'll wait this out. I mean, I did understand why he waited out. I mean, Alex gives this explanation of like, 
you know, divorce, you know, like he's basically like relationships don't work out and I'll be here waiting. Yeah. But I don't know how I would feel about that. Like I would be like, you know, we do get in this episodes or this week's episodes, we do get into, and we'll talk about it a little bit later, the idea of how men want to be chosen too. Yes. And want to feel like they won you too. And I right. agree with that. I don't I totally think, agree with that. I totally agree right. with that. We saw it. And, you know, so when, so the idea that Alex is just like, I'll be here waiting when you're done, you know. Fucking around with, with your frat boy. Like, yeah, with Johnny Tsunami. You know, like, I, I so it's, it is weird. So you wonder mm -hmm. what is the emotional intellect? What is that EQ, as they something, say? Something, something has, I mean, Florence gave him that rose and then still is not like interested in him at all. I really don't get it. And I mean, Florence and essentially, seems cool. Florence seems super cool. She's super, she's chill. She's like, right. yeah, blah, blah, blah. Like, fuck it. I'll go on this date with these 23 year olds. Like seems, sounds like fun. I like that attitude too. Totally. I, I liked, I, I, it is so funny the way my thought pro when I hear her, her name's Florence, I'm like, Oh, Florence, nice name. And then when I hear Flo, just sounds like she's in the corner of the beach, huffing a cigarette. So that's <laughs> like what they call chugging white wine. <laughs> so that's the whole, with the whole don't worry drama, Florence Pugh and like Olivia Wilde and Harry Styles, they would call, um, they were calling Florence Flo because of all this, like, um, like this persona of like not giving a fuck. Oh, okay. I like that. I, I, yeah. Like she just I, I mean, like I'm a Florence simply fan. during at the, at the Venice film festival, she like wasn't going to any of these interviews. She didn't do any press for the movie except for the Venice film festival. And it was like one mm. interview and she was like, Oh, I can't, I'm so busy. And she's sitting here on Instagram story and TikTok, <laughs> just like making shit. Like when she was so busy and they were calling her flow. Sorry, I can't make the date tonight. Uh -huh, uh -huh, I'm sick. And then on Instagram. She's like, look at my new Dolce & Gabbana outfit. Right. <laughs> Summer is fast approaching, which means more social events, more weddings to attend, more nights out on the town, and hopefully more vacations. That's why I'm so thankful for today's sponsor, Honey Love, for covering us with the best shapewear. With Honey Love, you can feel your best even when you're wearing less. They've revolutionized compression technology so you no longer have to feel like you're suffocating while wearing effective shapewear. Plus, they're the only shapewear that won't ever roll down no matter how much you groove on the dance floor. And for a limited time only, you can get Honey Love on sale. Get 20% off your entire order with this exclusive link, honeylove.com slash bachelor. Support our show and check them out at honeylove.com forward slash Bachelor. When talking about shapewear, Honey Love's best-selling superpower short is the go-to. It is targeted compression technology that distinguishes between areas where you want more support and areas where you need less compression. It is amazing. I've been wearing it for years now. It fits me so well, and I'm not kidding you. When they say it doesn't roll down, it does not roll down, and it hugs you in all the right places. Their signature X targets and sculpts your midsection without squeezing your natural curves. This piece is also a booty lifter. Boost bands on the back of the thigh give your bottom an amazing shape. So treat yourself to the best bras and shapewear on the market and save 20% off at honeylove.com slash bachelor. Use our exclusive link to get 20% off honeylove.com slash bachelor. And after you purchase, they'll ask you where you heard about them. Please support our show and tell them that we sent you. The summer vibes are just getting started, honeys. Shape your life with Honey Love. Have you ever felt that fast fashion ick, but you can't always afford the super high end stuff? I have a solution for you. Newly. 
Newly has everything you need to bring your closet up to speed for the season without breaking the bank. So free your closet of impulse purchases and skip the buyer's remorse by renting instead. Newly is a subscription clothing rental service, and for just $98 a month, you can get your choice of any six styles each month. You choose whatever you want to rent for whatever you have going on. It's totally up to you. Access to thousands of styles from more than 400 brands. There are no fees, late fees, damage fees, or fees to pause or cancel. They have inclusive sizing up to 5X as well as petite and maternity. Get fast, free shipping and returns and professional cleaning and newly state-of-the-art laundering facility. No laundry for you to worry about. And always have the option to buy what you love for sometimes up to 75% off. Newly is a great value of $98 a month for any six styles, but right now you can get $20 off your first month of Newly when you sign up using the code Bachelor20. Just go to N-U-U-L-Y.com, that's Newly with two U's, and enter the code Bachelor20 and sign up to get $20 off your first month. That's N-U-U-L-Y.com, Newly with two U's, with the code Bachelor20. Newly subscription clothing rental, change your clothes. So we get to the uh, the rose ceremony. Serene and Brandon, Danielle and Michael A, Genevieve and Aaron, Jasenia and Andrew, Brittany Tyler, Kate Logan, Shanae Jacob, Rodney Eliza, Victoria Johnny, and then Flo and Alex. Um, and then we get the Australian guy goes home who we never even knew you. No, not at all. Again, very good looking dude. Didn't get a chance with anybody. Like how is there something off? Something is off. Something's afoot. And the idea that he's just like, if he's there just for her, we've watched many people go, I'll get out of here. It's time yeah. to go. Mm-hmm. So then we have the Victoria date card. She takes Johnny on the spiritual date. Johnny says he's falling in love with her. What did we think of the spiritual date? What did you feel? I still just, I know. Hmm, I'm trying to think about how to say this. I just see how much she wants these certain things. Right. You know, she's 30. I She's mentioned it every single episode, how she wants to get married. She wants kids and she wants them soon. Like mm. that is something she is gun ho for. And I don't know if Johnny is fully prepared for that. And I, he says, he was like, you know, I'm falling in love with you. He's like, I might not feel that way now, but I can get there. It's like, but when? And like, are yeah. you sure you can get there? Will it be Johnny too late ready. at this point? Yeah, Johnny's no, no, no. not this, ready. This, the whole theme of this first episode was maturity. Johnny, mm-hmm. it, it, because Johnny now had, with Alex staying at the beach, as Johnny said, he's like not cool that like Alex is staying. Alex is a living, breathing, measuring stick of maturity. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, all the practicality that Victoria is looking for, for him to add up to. And you mm-hmm. can even see on this date, like Johnny says he's falling in love with her, but like, it came at like a lot of wrenching. And I mean, in the bed, I wrote down in the Johnny even says she wants serious. And Johnny literally says, fuck, <laughs> like he swears at the camera. And he's like, I know she wants a lot of things and I know she's ready and fuck. And then they go to Logan, who's his buddy. And he, Logan's talking with Tyler and Logan's like, yeah, he could do it. Yeah, we could all grow up. What are we talking about? At some, no, point, at some do, point, we're all going to grow up. But like in what right. time frame and will it be? He could do be, Costco. <laughs> like, diapers, getting them in big. Like what? I, I don't, I just don't think, I think Johnny is so far from that. So right. far from that. 
great, I think, you know, if they're having fun on the beach now and getting to know each other, but I do not think if they leave the beach together, it's not going to last. I do not I see I don't this. think so either. I do and, not and see this lasting. Even the shaman or whatever the spiritual leader guy was like, open up. Yeah. Like, and, and you could tell this is beyond where he's at. Again, mm -hmm. the timing sometimes just doesn't work out. No. You know, and I don't think it's going to, I'm with you. I don't think it goes any farther no, than this. No, it, it can't. So then Justin comes back to the beach. He has a date card, wants to meet Eliza, asks her on a date. Eliza talks to Rodney, wants him to tell her not to go. Rodney says she doesn't want her to go, but doesn't want to tell her what to do. Eliza gets upset that he's not direct. Rodney wants Eliza to choose him for him. And their connection thinks she misunderstood. He was trying to do the right thing. What do you think this of Eliza thing and Rodney? was a hot mess. So, okay, Justin comes back to the beach, which... So they what do they do? Like lock Jess in, in a hotel room for seven I, days. And then he's like, you know I what? Guess. I'll come back. Right. Yeah, I, like Justin, just let me I, out. I don't know. They must like Justin, but they must have also known this Eliza thing. Yes. This had to have been a thing um, before. And so Justin comes back with the intention of talking to Eliza, which I think is fine. I think that's great. I have no issue Justin's or problem within with that. A, within his right. Yeah. My problem is is with Eliza and her thought process because so Justin pulls her aside is like hey I came back just for you I mm -hmm. want to take you on this date and then they like show her in this in the moment and she's like oh my god I have two guys fighting over me and then the second I saw that I was like oh this is going to be bad this is going to be toxic she says yes to Justin right and my problem with this whole thing is she goes over to Rodney and she even says like in that to us in the interview, she's like, I want Rodney to tell me not to go. It's like, babe, you already said yes. So right. you're like, what are you going to go ask like dad to make sure you can go on the date? And then if he says no, you have to go tell Justin, sorry, Rodney won't let me. It's like, yeah, uh, she wants a jealous boyfriend. That's what she wants. And so when Rodney was like being mature, letting her make the decision because mm. he believes, Rodney, a feminist, believes that <laughs> women can make their own choices on who they want to go out with. He's like, I support you. I want you to like stay. He goes, right. obviously, I want you, but I want you to explore things and make sure that this is the right connection for you. And she gets pissed about it. Right. I, uh, don't wrap us into this like jealous boyfriend, toxic, whatever. And it really shows Eliza's age, which I'm going to look up right the fuck. I just looked it up. That's okay, literally great. what I was just looking at. 26. <laughs> she's, okay. She, this was, again, the theme of the, the episode was maturity. She's not mature enough for an adult relationship. And here's no. the thing, and I'll say this. At, I totally agree with everything you said. It was a bad look. And it's not like Rodney was at a bar with his girlfriend and another man came and asked her out. Right. That is not what happened. Eliza is acting like that is the world that she lives in. Because in that world, you would say, that's my girl. How you, and you would sound old and old fashioned and not, you know, like, but, yeah. but that's not where we live. We live in a Petri dish where these things, where this game exists. And this is what you're here for. You're here to mm -hmm. test the waters and see how strong you can be as a couple and what you're looking for and see what who matches with you. So, I agree. Rodney came off as a gentleman. I like you. He made I want the right you. moves. Yeah. 
And, but I have to be respectful that we are on the same playing field. This isn't, mm-hmm. you know, the, the, we are on the same playing field that you came here. We came to this bar, quote unquote, individually. Mm-hmm. I was talking to you and another man asked you out. Great, great way to, that's like a really good uh, comparison is the b- beach as a bar. Right. And it's not two people that show up to the bar together as boyfriend and girlfriend. Correct. It's two people that came individually to find love. And hey, while it is a little bit like I'm talking to you and here's my number, but you have it. And if you're going on a date, there's nothing I can do. You know, that, that's a different mm-hmm. thing. And Eliza's and what's interesting to me is and and what you see a lot. And I'm, and I'm speaking from my very biased, straight male point of view. Let me mm-hmm. admit that it's really easy to look like the good person when you want love, no matter what. When you'll take love no matter what. When you have no taste in love. Because Eliza, you know, and I don't think a lot of people took Eliza's side. I'm not saying that. But I'm saying Eliza sits there and goes, you know, it was really easy when Rodney was pursuing her. Oh, that's great. Now we go off, we're a solid couple. Then the new guy comes in. Eliza, as you said, she starts laughing and loving this. She is loving the attention. Even when she went to go tell Rodney, she has this like smirk on her face. She's like smiling. She's like, so Justin asked me out. And it's what she should have done. If this is what, if she really wanted Rodney to be like, you're the one I want. I don't want you to go on this date. She should have, Justin should have like, you know, he approached her told her you want to take her out. She should have been like, I need to talk to Rodney first. Like, let me talk. Let me have a conversation with the guy that I'm seeing first. That way they can establish, okay, this is what we are. Like, hey, Justin asked me out on a date. How are you feeling about everything? Like, do we want to do this or should I explore something else? But she already said yes. Or admit Maybe I don't like Rodney as much as I thought I liked him. Which is fine. That's fine too. Because what she did was she outsourced her own taste. Mm -hmm. She went, well, if Rodney wants me more, then I'll like him more. Well, if Justin likes me more and wants me on the date, then I'll go with him on the date more. And that's a lack of maturity. You have no taste. You haven't thought of your own taste. You are because, and, and you honestly haven't had to think of your own taste because you're going, well, I want love, so I'm a good person. You know yeah. what I mean? Like you do, you know, the idea of like turning someone down makes you the bad person who's turning down love, who's turning down like affection. Like that's mm-hmm. hard to do. I admit that. I'm not saying I'm beyond that, but it it was interesting that like she she just showed a lack of maturity and lack of like understanding of what she wanted. Because and Victoria is the total opposite. Yeah. You know, Victoria is a good example of like, I want the, uh, she's like, you know, when people say, I don't want to scare them away. Victoria is doing everything she can to scare Johnny away. I want yeah. kids. I want marriage. I'm ready. Tell me you love me. Tell me you're, you're meet me at my standard. Mm-hmm. And if you and Eliza, can't, then see ya. Goodbye. And Eliza did the opposite. It was very interesting. And then, so. I want to know what Rodney thinks after watching this back. You know, because they're watching this in real time. I don't know if he, like, he's seeing these interviews of her, like, being like, oh, my God, two guys fighting over me. Like, saw the thing that she said yes first. Like, did he know that she said yes before she talked to him? Like, 
Well, I Rodney, would be sick. I, I, fe- I felt for Rodney because I've been, you, you, guys get put in that position a lot. Yeah. We get put in the opt-in or opt-out position. Sometimes rightfully so. But mm-hmm. sometimes it's like, am I opting into someone who would just take anybody? And that's kind of what happens with the, the um, I don't know if it's in our, our thing, but towards the end, we have the, was that the Monday night episode that Aaron and Genevieve? Uh, Aaron and Genevieve, like when uh, Aaron talks about, uh, well, the Aaron when he and starts Genevieve, crying. Before him start crying, they have this argument, a little flare of an argument where he's talking about when Justin comes to the beach. Justin comes to the beach and Aaron comes oh, down and, and is yes, talking with this Wells. This was Monday. This Correct. was Monday. So Wells is like, you know, and he starts explaining how he sees the story. And mm-hmm. how he sees the story is Justin and Genevieve had a thing and then I showed up and she chose me. Yes. And then Genevieve <laughs> is like, no, She's no, like- no. <laughs> I was dumped. <laughs> Yeah. And he's an asshole. And then you have this thing of like men do want to feel like and whether you want to agree or not, I understand this um, completely. Yes. You want to feel like the cavemen that hunt, that won the woman, whether that sounds good or bad or awful or right or wrong. It's just the it's in the same way the woman wants to feel wanted. Mm -hmm. Aaron didn't want to feel like the second choice, like the the second choice. Yeah. And Aaron then gets revealed Genevieve's maturity in that moment because mm-hmm. Genevieve goes, oh no, the you basically saw the story through her eyes. He It was his first front row seat mm-hmm. to how Genevieve makes love decisions with, well, if someone likes me, I like them. Because that, and that's why he got so upset. I don't think Aaron shows how he's upset very well. I don't think he no, displays I think that. It- <laughs> I mean, I, but I do think Monday night, I do think for that moment, he was surprisingly very mature. I don't like how he mm. like immediately walked away and right and pretended like, no, I'm fine. I'm fine. I think that was like childish. But I do like how he was like, this is how I'm feeling. And I I agree with him. I was on his side for that because sometimes you just have to like read the fucking room and know your person and know how somebody like. Think about what you're let saying them, before interrupt. Like, let them have that. Let them have that story. That. I Listen, I, this happens to guys all the time. You mm-hmm. ever read the My Story page on a wedding website? Big mm-hmm. fucking loser achieved this amazing princess. And it's like, yes. there's a way to tell that story that makes, you know, both sides win. You know, and there's a way to tell that story. And that's not easy to do. And then there's a way to tell that story that embarrasses the guy. Yeah. And makes him feel small. We know Aaron's ego is so fucking fragile. Like she really should have just been like, yep, that was right. it. That, and like, and then it wouldn't have been anything. But it was nice to see that side of Aaron and him being like, I want to feel like I'm being chosen. Right. Tuesday, on the other hand, we'll get into it. <laughs> we'll get but that was it. a so, hot fucking mess. So we end with Eliza and Justin's date, which is a just a very standard bachelor or bachelorette date. They have the fireworks, they kiss. Eliza seems to just be into it for the sake of this guy. The and drama. Justin, yeah, drama. And also Justin just seems like a fun guy. I get oh, it. Yeah. Like, but he also seems like Justin's here for like, I'm here to hang. Like, it doesn't feel like he's here for much more than the hang. Even though he even said, Eliza, you're the reason why I'm here. It does still give that vibe of like, just on the beach chilling, you know? Chilling. 
<laughs> but I think she I think she's really leaning into Justin because I think she likes the drama. She likes knowing that, oh, he's here for me. I'm right. going to if a guy said that I would automatically have more interest in him because I would because my ego is being boosted. Right. And it's it goes back to Victoria, Johnny versus Alex. You know, mm-hmm. it's these like, you know, I mean, if you want to look at it, Justin checked a box. The box mm-hmm. was, do you make a move for me? Yeah. <laughs> you know, that's, and and Rodney didn't check that box and she went with boxes over emotion, which I don't think she's even thought through. I don't think mm-hmm. she has taste for what she's looking for and that's okay. So we get to the Tuesday episode, Hayden comes to the beach. All he can talk about is Rambo. I mean, Hayden is Mr. My dog is my personality. My is he God. okay? Like the... It's really strange because he's sitting here talking about his dog and his dog having, it was a cancer, like terminal, something like that. And he's like, yeah, I spent, you know, six figures on making sure my dog has like another year to live. And I'm like, and you're spending that. I think it was Amy uh, who tweeted it or um, uh, the girl who runs the bachelor account. She was like, so you're spending all this money on a dog so he can live one more year, but you're spending half the year on a TV show. Yeah, it, what? it is. It, like, where it's are funny. you? <laughs> Hayden, Hayden is a professional uh, snake oil salesman. Hayden, I don't believe a word he says. I don't think he has a personality. No. I think he is doing Mad Libs. He is saying the thing that you can't really go against. I love my dog. No one's against that. I've saved my dog's life. No one's against that. I've spent really this has. amount of dollars. That's all he's got. He's got he's got nothing. This guy is um he's a one-note band. It it is it is something that will He's good at a bar, bad at home. Like it's not going to be. And and it was funny. Like when he got to the beach, you know, Kate even said you got mixed reviews. He got mixed reviews because that's how guys interact. Like I, like Hayden, Hayden's the type of guy that would be on a bachelor party. And I'd be like, Hey, he's fine. Like I, and, and he, and he would say a couple things that I go, well, I wouldn't say that, you know, like, <laughs> I, I don't know I, if I'm the right I person. <laughs> right. I, but I also wouldn't care enough to disagree with him because he's not my close friend. Like, I don't think like he's a guy you played golf with randomly and you're like, oh, he was a fine enough guy. And then you, oh, he said a couple weird things. Like I tweeted that and someone was like, you don't think he's an asshole? Like they like hate Hayden. And I was like, listen, you obviously don't live in a world where you like online. It's easy to live in a world where you don't like interact with people that you're like, mm-hmm. ah, I, I probably wouldn't hang out with them again, but I, you know, I'm not going to like have an argument with them yeah. about how they say things. Like it just feels like Hayden is a guy I've hung around and not wanted to hang out more with. Yes. He's just kind of like there, but, but it is interesting watching the guys give these reviews about him because you don't really see people talk about like people's past that much on the beach. Like if somebody yeah. new comes down, it's sort of like a clean slate. It's like, oh, I know this person from this season, but they were all like, oh yeah, he said this about Gabby and Rachel. They were like uh, talking yeah. about all the shit that he did. Like it's, it was a different type of entrance for it sure. It is funny though, the the way men talk shit a little bit, like it's not as like, you know, they do this thing. <laughs> Guys are almost naive, you know, to a mm-hmm. fault. Because you saw like what people do about guys that aren't, what men do a lot is like, ah, 
I'm not going to get involved, but yeah, he does it was say tough. these things. Like, <laughs> he had a tough run. I don't know. Maybe he's changed. Like, I feel like if it was like a, a woman coming down, they'd be like, uh-uh. She said this. It, it is like, mm-hmm. fuck that chick. She said yep. this. You're not going to like her. And like, guys do this thing where it's like, it's almost like you don't want to throw stones uh, while living in a glass house because mm-hmm. I, and I I think we all assume that like we're all like fine, but we also know that we've like said and done things that like, you know, you go, ah, I wouldn't want someone talking about me. Yeah. You know, like, but then you don't realize that like what this guy Hayden does is nothing like what I would do. Correct. You know, there's no reason to protect him even, but you're like, your imagination of like, oh, maybe I've offended someone, but you would never say the rough around the edges. Like you would never say those things or call someone, Ever. you know, hot, you compare them to your ex. Like the things he did, like you would never do, but you go, I don't know. I don't know. I'm, I'm a little bit rambly in the yeah. way that men are about other men. This is what we do. Yeah. yeah they're not, they're not committing to anything. To <laughs> right. <laughs> and then he goes on the date and he immediately like, he outs himself. Why does he do He's that? He's awful. I saw that. I was like, I was like, wait, wait, wait. Did he just tell her all the shit that he did? <laughs> Show like she didn't. She knew like things here and there, but he straight up told her he was like, yeah, I compared to my ex, and then she and was then like, defended it, <laughs> right? And then, well, then she asked him. She was like, well, did you say? And he was like, well, I might have, but like I, I don't remember. Like, and then he like tried to say that he didn't say. He was like lying about, he's like, I might've said it. I don't know. Like, I don't remember how I said it. If I did say it, I'm like, what? But I have a dog. Yeah. You know, and, like, and- <laughs> like, I, 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 I couldn't stand him. Like he was just a worm. I, I, you're right. It, it, the way he talked about like, it, and you said this, like people come on here to like, either like get better or get worse. And he doubled down. He was he like, doubled down. He got worse and it was funny the way Kate, you know, the Kate Logan thing reminiscent of Eliza and Justin. Mm-hmm. Kate does seem like the type that looks at men and tells them to man up. Like, yes. it, you know, 100%. Kate, <laughs> Kate is a hard up old school woman and takes, she wants her men, men, and she wants and and taken the lead, and you could tell she was so turned off by the way he did the zip line. Oh, she was turned off it, by how Logan didn't, you know, make a move for her. But Logan, I thought, was as appropriate as Rodney was. Same. Like, I it was the same situation because she was like, "I wanted Logan to tell me not to go on the date. Then why don't you just like not go on the date? I want you to want to, you know, I want you to want to buy me flowers. You know, it was very yeah. reminiscent of that." And yeah, I, I don't know. Kate to me is there to be on camera. Like I, I don't, the way she mm-hmm. went on the date and she, even when she gets pulled by Hayden, she goes, you should make a move. You shouldn't worry about who's with who. And it's like, and then she's like, oh, he wants to go with me. It's like, who do you think he's going to ask on the date? Yeah, I know. I know. Who do you think the, the woman who just told him to ask a woman on a date? Like, that's what, and you go, 
Kate, you're playing the game too here. The same thing happened with Shanae and the and what I don't know which fucking guy they go on a date with. But Shanae and the 23 year old twin. Gold chain like, or silver chain. She was like, she was like, you know what? Like, uh, my best advice is to explore like relationships, and right. meet people. And so he's like, okay, let's go on the date. And men are stupid. Well, we're gonna, oh, the, the woman who told me to do this, I'm gonna do it with her. And yeah. so then, yeah. So the Kate, the idea that Kate's this like. No, Kate knows what she's doing more than anyone mm-hmm. else here. She is playing Agreed. this game. She loves being on camera. The Logan thing won't last. She's, I mean, you know, Peyton asked her out on the date and she goes, sure. And right. jumps right up in, <laughs> right front of of all, in front of everyone. And like, and Logan's like, um, <laughs> it's, it's, and, and then they have a, talk. It was a humbling moment. Yeah. And it's like, you can tell, I mean, Kate, the maturity level Kate is like emo like I I think Kate's so mature that that's why she's able to play this game. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, she knows all the things. Like she knows that she's got a younger guy in Logan who she's going to has wrapped around her finger. She knows Hayden is going to ask her out the minute she tells him ask a woman out. Mm-hmm. You know, and then she's going to get her camera time. She's going to be able to shit on Hayden who she knows is shittable because people don't like him already so she can go, "Oh, the way he screamed." And then she can get into his past because she knows she's got an idiot in Hayden who will play She is a ma- Hey, Kate, I respect the game. I respect 100%. It. I do too. I do too. Tired of not being able to get a hold of anyone when you have a question about your credit card? With 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yes, you heard that right. You can talk to a human on the Discover customer service team anytime. So the next time you have a question about your credit card, call 1-800-DISCOVER to get the service you deserve. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. When it comes to the plant-based eating debate, there's more to consider than just healthy or unhealthy. Of course, we want to eat things that make us feel good and generate energy to keep us going, but there's also a major environmental component that drives a lot of people to a plant-focused diet. But you don't have to give up some of your faves entirely. Impossible Foods makes meat from plants. They're solving the meat problem with more meat. By creating delicious meat from plants that's better for you and the planet, Impossible lets you enjoy some of your favorite meaty products with a plant-based twist. Ground beef, homestyle meatballs, sausage patties, all made from plants. And that's just a few of their delicious and versatile options. No more tension between craving meat but not wanting to eat so much of it or sacrificing your carnivorous faves for your health. Indulge in nutrient-packed, plant-based goodness and feel good doing it. Check out impossiblefoods.com to see how you can help solve the meat problem with more meat. That's I-M-P-O-S-S-I-B-L-E-F-O-O-D-S.com. So then the twins arrive at the beach. I fucking hate the twins. I hate hate the the twins. twins. I hate their faces. And I say this, I don't know them. I don't care. I I just, I don't want to watch it. And and much was made about like, well, 24-year-old women are on the show. Different. It's different. Mm -hmm. These two look like babies. They look like they showed up from their birthday party at Six Flags earlier in the day. They look 14 years old. Mm -hmm. They are 24. They are not. I don't want to watch. And again, we've said this before. Don't make me feel stupid for watching the show. I know it's a stupid show, but don't make me feel stupid. Bring someone on the beach with a chance at messing up this thing. Yeah. 
They have no chance. No chance. They picked the two girls who don't really have anything, and they went out on a stupid date where they poured beans on each other and wrapped each other in tortillas and took, took shots. shots. Like, yeah. They, they went on the 24... You know, Shanae and Flo went to 24-year-old fantasy camp. You know, they went They went and did, you know, like you know, people go to space camp. This was 24-year-old camp. They went, we took the shots, we played the games, we went to Carlos and Charlie's for a night and had a fun time, but we don't have to live here. That's what they yes. did. And good for them. I'm sure it was fun. But the idea that, like, I actually like them. No, you don't. You don't. The guy's talking about the how oh, they were so 24 at hurt. Oh, all my friends. Yeah, they're all they're all European. They're doing the thing where they're trying to sound older and more mature than they are. All my friends are European. I've never been to Europe, but I'm, a, you know, my 23 and me says I'm from, you know, <laughs> from he literally Paris. Said he so. was like, he was like, yeah, I'm Italian. Like my like my mom's Italian. Like I love Europe. I love the culture. He goes, I've never been to Europe or right. uh, Italy, but like. I know I would love it. Also, she's from Australia. Okay, so what the fuck are you talking about? You know, it's like, it's it's like so talking to someone from, from Idaho and being like, I've bad. been to Iowa. And like, what? I think these girls, when they, you know, they come back from the date and they're like, I wasn't expecting to be into this person. It's like, no, you got to leave the beach for a few hours and have actual fun. Get off the sand, like forget about things. Right. You got you some tequila. You just got to rest your brain for a minute and like recalibrate. You don't actually like them. And two men that are worshiping you. Yes. Two young men who are going, uh, who all their attention is focused on you with mm -hmm. no iPhone there. So of course <laughs> it's going to seem like, you know, the minute these two guys get back to Connecticut with their vape pens and their iPhone, they're out. And they're their Instagram followers from right. being on the show again. The, yeah, the TikTok. They'll be scrolling the whole time. They, like, you won't know which one has the silver necklace and which one has the gold one. It just I was still annoying don't. to me. Right? I don't know. I don't care. It was <laughs> annoying to me. I don't care about them. I don't want to watch them. I don't want to hear their story. I, I, And that's my biases. I, I get mm -hmm. that. I don't, I don't know. But I understand. I also don't understand who was like, oh, good. The twins are here. Like, who? Nobody, know, nobody knew who they were except for the guys. Right. And they all talked about how young they were and they all were like, and it's, listen, it's young energy. It's, it's mm -hmm. immature energy. It's not about 24. It, you know, they, it, it's just that they look at what they talk about. Yeah. You know, it, no 37 year old comes up to me and goes, I've never been to Europe, but I do have a lot of European friends to try and prove there's something that they're not. Oh, you don't I, do that at that age. No, you like, just don't. So we end the episode with Genevieve and Aaron drama. Um, they start arguing because she wants to spend more time with them. Aaron talking about rats in New York City and swimming with the guys instead. He's saying she's gaslighting him. Uh, Genevieve packs her stuff to leave, went to talk uh, it out with Aaron, and she didn't like the, his reaction. Genevieve tries to leave. Other women chase her after her. Aaron goes to talk to her, said they're falling in love with each other, and Genevieve stays. So what do you think of the Genevieve-Aaron ending? <laughs> You know what it reminded me of? Yeah. It was Wedding Crashers. God, I haven't seen that movie in so long. I, I, right. And I'm remembering, like, I'm reminiscent of a scene where the redhead is like, because I fucking love you. You know, like they're having this big fight. Oh, yeah. And then, the, do you know what and I'm then talking they about? I, I, and then they maybe, hook up. Maybe. No, I don't. I haven't seen it in so long. I need to rewatch Wedding Crashers. But 
It was exactly what you were saying leading up to this. It was a few episodes ago when you were like, Genevieve is the little kindergartner grabbing her Barbie suitcase and making a scene. And Aaron's Aaron's reaction, this is when I stopped siding with Aaron. Mm -hmm. Because all Genevieve said was, obviously we don't know anything else, but what we saw is Genevieve was like, I want to spend more time with you. Like, I wish you would like give me more one-on-one time. Right. And um, instead of like, you know, hanging out with your bros, blah, blah, blah. And he, the way he like got so upset and argued and was arguing in mm-hmm. front of everyone. I mean, everybody like left. And she even says at one point, she was like, everybody's staring. And the way he's yeah. speaking to her. And then he says, she's gaslighting him. Like, that's crazy. It was crazy. It was uh, that was the end of the word gaslighting. I think that's the mm. last time anyone can ever use it. I I agree with you. Aaron it seems as though, it, first of all, I think their whole relationship is built off of the energy of a fight. Yes. They it, it, it is very hot and cold and very they this is what they like. Aaron mm-hmm. likes it too. Aaron, oh, yeah. the way he argued with her was in a way that he knew would make her mad. Like he knew using the buzzword would make her even more upset. He mm-hmm. knew when when she came up to him and he was like, he was like, well, I get an opportunity. This isn't about all about you. I get yeah, an opportunity. I want to wait till I'm ready to talk. And it's like right. you just saw that on TikTok once about like how you should wait till you're also ready to talk. And then he's like, I'm going to use right. this now. Like that was literally just to piss her off. It pissed me off. And he's poking at her because He's basically saying you are selfish in this relationship. It's always about you because you're always emotional. It's always, and he was poking at something that he knew would get her her angry. Yeah. And then it ends with her, with her Barbies and her, you know, packing her bags. She's not leaving. And it's like, and then you watch people like cheering for them to stay together. And you're like, why? What what are we cheering for? Why? I hated that. I hated that. I hate when other people get involved and go, come on, like, and it's almost like, uh, what are you trying to save here? Are you not seeing this happen? She's, they're literally arguing like children in front of you guys to the Mm. point where you're getting up from the couch because it's that uncomfortable. And apparently they argue all the time. And what really freaked me out also was how calm she was leading up to it. Like, she was like, I'm getting my suitcase. I'm leaving. I'm walking mm. away. Like at the end of that first conversation on the uh, day bed, she was just like, okay. And I was like, yeah. oh, this is going to be bad. <laughs> <laughs> and she didn't really explode. Like she obviously was going to the room. She's like, I'm packing my stuff and was real dramatic about that with Victoria. Right. But was still like, she's not like screaming. She didn't do the, are you fucking kidding me? Until the second, until the second one, right. she was like, can I talk to you? Because she was going to tell him that, hey, I'm leaving. But it did feel like she was trying to like, I mean, the I'm leaving thing. It was dramatic. but so fucking yeah. dramatic. It is the pulling case stays. of emergency ripcord. You knew she was going to say, I mean, when they got together and everyone's like, ah, maybe they're just, uh, what did Michael A call them from from Harry Met Sally or the, the, the he does an old reference, Ginny and Steve or whatever. And you're like, no, no, no. Don't encourage this madness. Don't encourage mm-hmm. the couple at home that does this. There's someone at home whose relationship is just like this that should break up that goes, look, that's how it They're happens. Just like it, us. They're communicating. And you're like, get out of here. And it, and I will say, the one thing I will say with Aaron, the one he started crying, 
I did understand. If Aaron crying felt very high school senior, this is our last month of high school. Yeah. Like, he was like, yeah. I just want to hang with my boys and I want to kiss you and I want to have one more shot at hanging under the lights because I, I didn't get into college and I got nothing after this. It was very much like, yes. I got nothing after high school. I'm going to be stuck in this town forever. Give me one last shot to hang at knows, the beach with my boys. He knows that if Genevieve leaves, he's out and he right. doesn't want to and he doesn't want to leave yet. <laughs> and all of his reasoning for her to stay is just, it's, it's literally, he just wants her to stay so he can. Right. And then, then she's the like, I'm he wants falling to keep in the love party with going. you. He wants to keep the party going. Like, that, and and, and it, it very, it very much shows like, like Victoria is like the example of like, oh, I do think she's here trying to figure out a life from this. Mm-hmm. And then you have against that backdrop, you have Genevieve who you're like, Genevieve just wants to be liked. Yeah. She, you know, you could see Genevieve has no taste. She wants to be liked. She wants Aaron to show her again. All Aaron had to do was like spend some time in the pool with her and she's good. Yeah. And you're like, that has nothing to do with whether Victoria he's ready for literally marriage. Said that's her love language is just like quality time. She right. just wants to be reassured. That's the way she, that's the way she feels like she's being like loved. And and it was interesting because you're like, Genevieve doesn't, hasn't thought beyond that. I just need a guy who likes me. Mm-hmm. And now guy who likes me isn't showing me affection. I leave so I can make sure I get affection. And you can see that Aaron is like, no, no, no. We got to keep this whole thing together. We're going to, we're going to move to the same neighborhood after we're all done. You know, like I, I, it, it was two immature people. Yeah. That, trying I can't to get believe what they want. Stayed. And then everyone when cheers them stayed, on as if this I is healthy. When she I was like, you've got to be fucking kidding. All of that. <laughs> and you're like, you know what? I'm coming back. And then they I had like a, you too. They had a toast at the end. They had a toast. Everybody was like, cheers to this. And it's like, are you kidding? You didn't see. No, is no one seeing that? It was like watching everyone in the insane asylum cheers to one another being better now. Like it was crazy. It was really it was absolutely bad. insane. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. What I love about Shopify is basically how no matter how big you want to grow, Shopify gives you everything you need to take control and take your business to the next level. I know we use Shopify here at Betches. And honestly, anyone with any kind of business could really benefit from Shopify. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere from their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout, 15% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklyn, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash betches, all lowercase. 
Go to shopify.com slash Betches now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash Betches. The Hargan women seemed to have it all. We were blessed. My mom was amazing. But detectives would soon discover... Inside the house, there were the bodies of two women. A story of betrayal you would struggle to believe if it wasn't true. I am just praying to God this is a sick joke. From 48 Hours, this is Blood is Thicker. The Hargan Family Killings. Listen to Blood is Thicker, The Hargan Family Killings, wherever you get your podcasts. Okay, let's get real with the most dramatic moment of the week, brought to you by Rum Haven. Rum Haven is made with real coconut water and no artificial flavors or preservatives. It's also easy to mix and puts a tropical twist on your favorite cocktails. It can be enjoyed simply straight over ice or with a splash of club soda or your favorite juice. So let's see what made a splash this week. What was your most dramatic moment of the week? Kay, what did you have? My most dramatic moment of the week, it was when Genevieve was leaving. I mean, yeah. that's uh, that the whole suitcase thing. And her coming back to the beach, chaotic. That right. is a peak drama. Right. I'm what with about you. you. I mean, that I had Eliza making her love life Rodney's choice was on the I list. I mean, say but less. The most, right. But the most dramatic moment, you're, I think you're right. And the way Aaron played into it, the way Aaron, like, it was very much like we were getting a front row seat for the couple that fights at every get together. Mm-hmm. You're like, this is how it happens. Like, we got to see every moment that leads to one person leaving the party. Usually you get like the the middle, the end, you kind of get the beginning, and then you have to piece it all together with everyone else at the party. Mm-hmm. We got to see the beginning, the middle, and middle the and end, the and then the crazy solution, which I truly enjoyed every moment of it. <laughs> every moment. That's it for the most dramatic moment of the week brought to you by Rum Haven. I love Rum Haven. Are you drinking it? It's, it's great. Um, I'm drinking it and it's so good. It's perfect for cocktails. Like, yep. And it's great for like a little Monday night thing because you don't always want to drink wine. So you got to switch it up. Totally. With the weather changing, you want to go to like the mental beach. This is a great yes. way to do it. It's time. It's raining in LA today. Like crazy time. Insanity. You can find out where to pick up a bottle of Rum Haven for yourself by visiting rumhaven.com. That's R U M H A V E N.com, rumhaven.com. So let's do Would You Rather. What'd you have, Kay? All right. So my Would You Rather is Would you rather be on a double date with twin 23 year olds or be on a double date with Genevieve and Aaron? <laughs> I'm taking the 23 year olds. I, I know. <laughs> at least it's fun. Again, like at 37, I'm not looking to date a 23 year old. That's not what I'm looking for at all. Would I want to go for a couple hours to a, a, you know, a happy hour where everyone's taking shots and body shots? Yeah, that'd be a lot of fun. That'd be more fun than, yeah, yeah, yeah. but. But do I want to hang out with the couple that fights every week and. No, they're going to have a fight at the bar, at the restaurant. They're going to be yelling at the table. Something's going to happen. You have to go home early. No, they're going to ruin the whole thing. They're going to look to the waiter to be like, do you think he's acting right? And you're like, oh, don't bring them into this, please. No, please. (laughs) Okay, so mine was a Johnny Alex, would you rather? You ready? Yes. Have the person that your significant other dated on vacation at the same hotel. Okay? Okay. So the person your significant other dated is at the same hotel. Mm-hmm. They're either single 
or they're there with their new significant other. Which would you rather them be there with? Oh, okay. So you're at the hotel, you check yeah. in. At same time of check-in, you go, oh, you're here. And they're like, just here on vacation. Hang out. So your boyfriend looks in and goes, mm -hmm. oh my God, you're here. And then they go, yeah, just here single with my girls. Yeah, I'm uh, trying or, to think. Or for me, the other way would be like my, so my girlfriend's boyfriend, just here single with my boys, or they're here in their new relationship. I think I would rather... I mean, of course, I'd rather them be single because I want to be the <laughs> I think so. Really? Yeah, I, okay. I think I'd rather them because I'm in the relationship. I'm in a relationship too. Like it's me and my boyfriend and then my ex is there with his mm. new girl or single, right? New girl or single. I think I'd rather him be single because I don't think I want to see him with anyone else, even though I'm already with someone. It's so very fun. interesting. I, I don't know. I thought about this a lot because I'm like, both right? instances, you have to imagine them being at their best because on vacation, you're at your best. So oh, you're seeing yeah. them with their oh, girlfriend. Oh, so they're probably like- Being go oh. the best boyfriend ever, the best girlfriend ever. You Hot bikinis. Or they're with their friends and they're like taking shots and having more fun than you and your significant other. Yeah. I don't know. Both suck. <laughs> both suck. You know what? You're right. I didn't think about the whole fact that they're like on vacation with their- I think I'd rather him be in the relationship- so he only gets like one choice and that he could possibly be thinking about me. Right. And being like, wow, she'd probably be so much more wow. fun. Look at their, <laughs> look at how they have fun. Or yeah. because if they're single and they're with their friends, it's almost like your significant other sitting there going, oh, is that the world? Like you, you, there's a thought of like, oh, that's the world I'm missing out on. But that's not how you act in a relationship. I don't know. Yeah, it's, no. I know it's confusing, but it's a hard. What are you choosing? I don't know. I think I'd rather them be in a relationship. Yeah, I think because so too. I, I guess I would want, I don't want to watch them having fun with their friends because that fun is different than couple fun. Mm -hmm. I want to watch them have the same couple fun, which is actually kind of boring as me. And then, you know, I don't know. I, I Just having like going to dinner in the evening and like having some right. cocktails and being a little buzzed and stumbling up to your room and that's it. If you're, if you're single going out with your friends, you're fucking going to dinner, you're ripping shots, then you're going out, maybe coming right. home with somebody. Nah. And you wonder what could have been more, I think, with the single version than with the relay. You see them as like suburban adults. I don't mm -hmm. know. It's a tough one. It kind of confuses. That I'm sorry, is really confusing. hard. No. Okay, so fantasy suite, hometown, or send home. Okay? So this is our version of fuck, marry, kill. You mm -hmm. send them directly to the fantasy suite, or you send them to hometowns, or you send them home, home. A 24-year-old man, a 30-year-old woman, a 40-year-old divorcee. Okay, so I think um, I would send home the divorcee. Wow, okay. I would fantasy suite the 24-year-old, and I would hometown the 30-year-old woman. I love it. It's, what about you? We're disagreeing Oh, on on one what? Thing. Okay, now I need to know on what. <laughs> I'm bringing to hometown the 30-year-old woman. Yeah, same. I'm fantasy sweets. Of course you are. Four year old divorcee. <laughs> yes. 
It is. It is interesting. The difference. It's a very gendered thing because the twenty-four-year-old man. It is a very gendered thing because I'm like, if a guy's forty and divorced, I'm like, okay, what did you do? Right. If a woman's forty and divorced, she's probably like on her fun, shit, like ready to. Her, yeah, ready to go. Fun. Mm-hmm. Knows her way around the bedroom a little oh, bit. Yeah. Has experience. Nothing really shocks her. I'm into that. Twenty-four-year-old. Totally. Yeah. No, I'm out on that. So okay. Uh, Ig rising star. I think Victoria. I think she's literally like the voice of reason in this whole uh this whole thing even though she slightly was cheering on you know Genevieve and Aaron which I think is annoying but I think she was mainly just trying to make Genevieve feel better it was hilarious that Aaron was like talking with Johnny and Johnny's like Victoria will figure this whole thing out for you yes and then she was like no you got shit to do there like it was funny that she didn't just sign on for Genevieve's crazy and I enjoyed that about her Mm mm-hmm yeah, I like I like Victoria. She I think she is um gonna get a lot, especially this is her full redemption story. Like she's fantastic. She was, a, she was shit on Pilot Pete season, and now we're seeing a version of her that we're like, yes, we fucking love Victoria. She has her shit together. Huge fan. I gave Victoria the rising star for a same but different. Also, <laughs> her to in addition to what you're saying, yes, her bathing suits. Oh, 10. I mean, every suit she's that she tries on. She's crushing the bathing suits. It. And she seems to have 7,000 that she brought with her. Listen, I went on a two-week vacation and I brought two swimsuits for like every day. So like <laughs> the fact that they're there for three weeks, like I can only imagine. And I guess it's an easy thing to pack. It's a, it's packing a toothbrush yeah. the way, you If it's you know, in like a bag are. this big, you just. Right. G- women's bathing suits are like <laughs> tissue paper. Right. Oh, yeah. I guess I didn't think. Of, yeah. Because she seems to have one for every camera shot that she's on. Mm-hmm. And, and they match. Uh, they have a she, matching sarong to go with them every single time. <laughs> uh, villain of the week. Who'd you have? The whole cast. Them yeah. be Them cheering on these relationships. Even like. The only thing, the only relationship they were a little back and forth on was with Rodney. Everybody was on Rodney's side, which was nice, but they still were, I don't know. I, I think, I think they all have like, everything is skewed and they just want people to stay on the beach. It does have that vibe that like, they just want the core group here forever. Mm-hmm. It feels like they're trying to keep together this group. Yeah. And it was weird to me that they didn't cheer for Rodney to dump Eliza. That would have been the right, right thing to do. Yeah. Well, uh, yes. Like if you if you care about Rodney, you want her with the right. You want him with the right woman, not just anyone. I don't know. It kind of. I agree. Yeah. No, you're totally right. You they they were like we're on your side, but it's like then you should be telling him get the fuck out of there. Like you don't right. need. Uh, no. You don't need this shit. You don't need this shit. You're way My too good. My villain, villain of the week was whoever brought the twins on. Whoever thought that was a good idea. If it's the same person that brought Jared and Ashley I on, that person Probably. should be fired. fired. Get rid of that person. I want someone, bring on someone that could really mix it up here. Yes, like somebody who's an actual eligible like contestant. Like somebody right. who, like, like an Alex or another, like another Alex totally. type. Cringe Harrison Award. How Eliza treated Rodney, like that was the especially their second conversation when they were like, okay, let's chat about things, and and she's like, and Rodney's sitting there telling her like, you're the one that I want, like you're the mm-hmm. only one that I want, like I'm great that you went on the date, but like I want you, 
Like, can we do this? And she's like, well, I don't know because you didn't pick me first and da 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 And right. like, shut the fuck up. What? It was a bad night for gentlemen. Yes. Like, <laughs> he did the gentlemanly She even said she was thing. like, I know you're the nice guy. And like, you did it. Right. She even said that to his face. And I'm like, ew. It was fucked up. It wasn't cool. It, mm -mm. And also, it just shows she doesn't like him that much. That's okay. That's more of a real answer yes. than you didn't do enough. Like, and because that's where Rodney is now, where he's like, now Rodney's in chase zone, which mm -hmm. he's playing the game she wants him to play. Yeah. Which is even more annoying. I had the Cringe Harrison Award going to dog people. Dog people are going to defend Hayden because they are insane and they just hear dog and nothing else can be wrong. There's no context and nuance. I know that dog people are out there going, no, I would do the same for my dog. It's like, then you'd go on vacation after paying the hundred grand. You don't, yeah, like, yeah. you don't see that he's bragging. You don't see that he that a version of this is him bragging. A version of this is him trying to fool women into liking him because totally. he likes a dog. Like, and these dog people will defend Hayden, take them in as a, as their own because they want to be able to sound as crazy as Hayden does. Mm -hmm. Who gets the rose? Who won the week? All right, so the person who won the week for me, yeah, is uh, I feel like. I feel like the twins. I feel okay. like they shouldn't have been there, but I still think that they came in, they got there, you know, got to have fun, right. got to like spice things up a bit. I think that date was like stupid. I don't think they needed to be there, but you know what? Like roll with it. I really liked the girls' attitudes about it being like, fuck it. Like, the girls let's were just... cooler for it than the twins. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The tw but I think the twins coming on and getting to do this, I think they... Really, they won. They got they right. got exactly what they um, didn't get from the season before because they went home night one. I love when one of them looked at one of the women and they were like, do you think this will be something we can continue on the beach? And you're like, dude. Honey, like, no. <laughs> I love when one of them pulled Victoria, I was like, stop it. Stop it. As you're too if, confident. Get out of as here. If. You're not going to get Victoria. No. Your mom loved you too much. You are too much confidence. You guys are matching out kid thing. Yeah, you came. You look like, you know, the Mattel play set of people. Get out of here. It was <laughs> a lot. Who won your rose? Uh, Rodney. I think yeah. just Rodney. Um, Rodney, you know, his honesty kind of outed Eliza's dishonesty. I do believe that's if you stay, mm -hmm. you, you know, when you're acting like uh, with with honesty, like, the, when you say someone's acting a little weird, it's because they're not act, they're acting dishonestly. That happens in yeah. dating all the time. It's not they're acting weird. They're doing something. And and what we do is we blame ourselves. We're not confident enough. Rodney's not confident enough. You know, Rodney's Mr. Hundred and nothing, five foot nothing. I got not an ounce I of mean. athletic ability. And he's playing that role right now instead of being like, no, she's acting off. I'm acting honestly. She's trying to have her, her cake and eat it too and be liked by everybody. So I thought Rodney looked good. I don't know if he's feeling good, but uh, oh, I yeah. think he won. Yeah, he he nailed it. And then next week, did they show anything for next week? That, they that showed we a saw? little bit of next week, but it was weird because it, everybody was crying. It seems something like it, if, if they something made it look happens. like someone died at the beach. Yes. Yes. I, I mean, I don't think anyone did. I think we no, would know I don't this. Think so but I, it it gives the impress it gives the impression of what we got from that um, 
what was it like in the middle of the Gabby and Rachel season where Jesse Palmer right. comes to is in the uh, in the studio and is like this is going to change everything a right. really serious moment like everyone is crying it seems real like something scary happens something happens I bet you it's something that has nothing to do with the actual premise of the show I wonder if Jesse tells him like this is your last week here or like something like that like giving them news that it's all coming to an end or something and they're all I don't know I think it's way less dramatic than it actually is I do too I agree it's less, less dramatic in my mind my first thing I went to is like someone like Alex who's like a fringe character you know goes into the ocean gets pulled away by the tide and has to be airlifted out or something like I, I hope everyone's okay but it, it had it was very much like someone got injured Injured, yeah. It's really, I don't know. I don't know. It's weird. I hope that didn't happen, but it's what it felt like. So listen, we did it. Uh, we did it. Fun fun week. I Again, I hope we're not out of like the juicy part of this show. I hope we I get know. another juicy part. How many weeks are left? Two? I think so, but I'm not I'm not positive. I, I, I'm not positive how many weeks are left. It really kind of changes a little bit every season. Same with mm. like The Bachelor and Bachelorette. It's not always exactly... X yeah, amount of right. weeks. It just depends. Um, but I think I think two would be a good guess. Any more than that, it's like, okay, let's... What are we doing here? <laughs> yeah, what, yeah. Are we, what are we doing here? <laughs> so, all right, we will be back next week. Um, make sure you are following us on Instagram at The Bachelor, on Twitter at Bachelor Pod. You can also follow me at K York City. And uh, I'm at Jared Freed. If you're listening now, you obviously like the show. I'm going to be in Boston next week. There's a few tickets left for my Wilbur show the first one sold out. The second one, there's tickets available. So if you go to jaredfree.com and you're in the Boston area, come on out. I talk about dating. I talk about food. I talk about, I have a bachelor joke that I might do. So come on out, uh, jaredfree.com. But uh, that's I've it I've been us. to Jared shows. I've been to yes. Jared shows before and they are 10 out of 10. I Thank would totally you. recommend going. Come. Very, very funny. So yes, make sure you go to jaredfree.com to get those tickets. All right, we'll see you guys next week. Bachelor Podcast is produced by Sean Kilby, Jorge Morales Pico, and Rebecca Sousmacat. Editing by Jorge Morales Pico. Social media by Amy Clackner. Guest booking by Ali Friedlander. And be sure to follow at The Bachelor on Instagram and Bachelor Pod on Twitter. And send us your emails to bachelor at betches.com. Batches.